Let's go geocaching. <laughs> this is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Hey, good morning, everybody. It's that time again. It's time for the Where Is It Now? Geocaching Podcast. This is episode number 114-114. Okay, so a couple things to get out of the way. Number one, if you're watching, you can see, let me try to point to it, this thing that says live streaming and up above, hard to point to, says live with Where Is It Now? This is not a live broadcast. And I'm just going to tell you that as much as I am technologically adept, I am inept at getting those not to say live. I can't find where to change it. Now, I'm going to figure it out, but I'm not going to figure it out today. So you can pretend it's live, but if you're listening, you don't even know what we're talking about if you're not watching. Well, I just got back late. Well, not really late, but I got back last night from my trip to Europe. And wow, what an eventful uh, 11 days. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yesterday, I woke up in Vienna, Austria, flew way too early in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. I had to get up. I, my flight left at 4.30 from Vienna, went to Amsterdam. There wasn't time to go outside and try to get a geocache, so I didn't get the Netherlands country souvenir. And then I hopped a plane. I say hopped a plane. I had to go through an hour and a half of crazy winding lines to get through customs. And then I flew to Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is nowhere near where I was going to end up. I don't know why I was going there. And then I flew from there to Northwest Arkansas. And then my car was there and I drove from Northwest Arkansas back to Joplin, Missouri. I don't know how long a day that was of travel, but I want to say 14 to 16 hours. It was long. Unlike the trip going over that left at night and I got to just go to sleep and wake up in the morning in another country. This time I pretty much stayed awake the entire time watching movies and looking at Facebook and playing games. Yes, I spent money on Wi-Fi because I have to have Wi-Fi. I need input. Well, anyway, I'm back. It was a it was a trip to remember. My wife said, "Well, what did you think?" And I said, "Let me describe it to you this way and give it to you pretty short. It was an amazing experience that nearly killed me. What am I talking about? Would it kill you? Probably not. I have not had the best of physical health the last four, five, six months." It's hard to walk. It's hard to sit. It's hard to stand. And um, just I've got a few different issues that are causing me a lot of pain. So this was a trip that I would call definitely a walking trip, even though on one leg we flew and we definitely took high speed train, which was amazing. Some slow trains, some buses, some Ubers. I took 10 Ubers in one day, just kind of hopping around from place to place. 
um, it was hard on me, physically hard. And I don't think I was even that fun to be around. And if you're listening to this podcast and you were on that tour with me, I apologize. I'll probably apologize the next four or five uh, podcasts because I didn't want to be a butthead, but dang it, it hurt. And I don't think I was prepared for how much we were going to walk. No one told me to, uh, I don't know what they should have told me, but no one told me how much we would walk. Would I have not gone? No, because I would have thought I could do it. And when I got there, I could barely do it. I was not very uh, much fun a few days. I had a few days where I was lots of fun. And I hope they remember those days as well. Great group of people. I mean, the, the people that went on the tour were so much fun to hang out with. Hey, look, I'm getting a phone call right during the podcast. Um, they were so much fun to hang out with which was great. And the people that put the tour on uh, top notch. So I think today's episode is about tours. Now I got to tell you, I have enough content to record several podcasts just on where we went, what we did, all that kind of stuff. I also have several guests, people that have agreed to be guests on the podcast. So we are going to get a lot of content. Will you get tired of it? Probably not, because it's not all about me and where I went. It's about geocaching and different ways of doing it. We got, we found caches that had over a total of over 105,000, maybe 120, I don't know, thousand favorite points. We saw some of the most, I mean, we just went from one amazing cache to the next. The very first cache we went to was probably the best cash I had ever been to. And then everyone after that beat it. I mean, it was insane how good these geocaches were. So tours. The company that I went with is based out of uh, Hanover, Germany, and it's called Cacher, just like you would think, C-A-C-H-E-R, Ryzen. And that's two words, and Ryzen is R-E-I-S. I better look. Is it O-N or E-N? I think it's E-N. Yes. R-E-I-S-E-N. So Casher Ryzen. And um, Daniel is the owner. I think he owns it all, but he's the owner. And Annette was one of our guides. Uh, and listen, it was it was good. So let me tell you about the trip we had to go that we happened to go on. And then let me tell you about some trips that you might want to sign up for. Now I'm going to warn you in advance. These tours aren't cheap. Number one, because you got to get there. So you've got to find airfare. You can't drive to Israel, right? Not from here. Um, you've got to find a way to get to where you're going. So there's a cost in that. The tours, at least the one I was on, covered uh, ground transportation. Did it? I don't know. It, I don't know if it was to and from the airport, but they covered all our airfare, our buses, our trains during the tour. And they got us breakfast in the morning. They got our hotels, et cetera, et cetera. Mine was a 10-day trip. They're not all that long, okay? So uh, we flew into Frankfurt, Germany, Spent some time there. Then we went to a town I can't remember the name of, but I remember the place and had a great meal. And uh, and by the way, they had an event for us every night, at least one event. So we got nine or 10 events while we were there. Um, 
Then we went to Berlin for a couple of days, which I really loved. I'll, I'll bring some more information about that. Brought back a coffee cup from uh, Checkpoint Charlie. So that was my one and only souvenir. Well, almost my one and only souvenir. I also bought a mini, well, a Lego figure that looks sort of like me. I'm, I'm working on it. And uh, then we went to Hanover, where Daniel is from, the owner of Cash Horizon. And uh, he took us around. We did a tour, a geo tour. I mean, we did, and I'm talking about the kind that Groundspeak does, that kind of tour, not just the tour that I went on. And then we they flew us to Vienna, Austria. So I got those two countries. I got a lot of souvenirs while I was there. Anyway, it was a great trip. But let me tell you about some trips you might want to go on. And I'm just going to go down their list. They have a lot of trips. Now, a couple of them are sold out. Oh, like this one's sold out. Palestine and Jordan. So that one's gone. Sarajevo. Now, I'm going to tell you these prices in, in euros because that's how they list them on their website. Just know that a euro at the time of recording it's about a dollar and nine. It takes a dollar and nine or a dollar ten of dollars to get one euro. So it's about 10%. Uh, euros are worth about 10% more. Now, if you stop and buy euros with money, you might pay a dollar 40 or a dollar 50 for them, but basically they're 10% more. So here's the euro Sarajevo, 779 euros. That's an inexpensive trip least compared to the one I took. Uh, here's another one that sold out and I can't even spell the name of the country. Here's Ireland for $7.99. And the picture is a beer. Now, the one thing I don't, you guys know, I don't drink, but there was so much amazing beer. And I'm just going on what other people told me on this trip. I, I will have some pictures of some of the guys drinking two liter bills. I can't even beers i can't even fit the whole thing on the screen with my hands to show you how big that was but lots of beer so anyway ireland then they've got beirut and lebanon for 9.95 another town i can't pronounce or country it looks like an island for 9.49 kosiovo or i can't even i can't talk today oh my gosh uh 7.97 oh the this isn't that's the problem these are in german it says the Wilder Weston. Uh, it's a picture of Mount Rushmore. Oddly enough, Mount Rushmore tour is 3,000 euros. Now, I don't know. I can believe that. Okay. Then we've got uh, another one in the U.S. that's 43, 4,400 euros. And I really don't know if it's because they're from Germany and it costs more to get here, but I don't think so. I think it's just a big, big tour. Barrow, Northern Point, 2,900. Uh, Meg, uh, it might be Brazil. Guys, I can't even read it. It's the mega uh, event in 23. Only 289 euros. I don't know what that covers. Red Sands is sold out for 940. Um, gosh, I wish these were in English because I don't know what that country is for 750. Here's Spain and Gibraltar. Gibraltar. For $7.99. Uh, here's an Asian one that's sold out uh, for $3,300. Guinea, Senegal, and Gambia. 
2500 uh, this one sold out. It's the Taj Mahal is on the picture, 1400 Oh, my gosh. Uh, 80. I don't even know what it means. 80 countries? 80 what? It's 23,200 euros. So whatever it is, uh, it's a big, big, big tour. And then you can buy gift cards for $25. I'm sorry, 25 euros each. Um <laughs> to give to your favorite geocaching friend to reduce the amount of their trip. Now, did those numbers sound high? I don't know. I got to tell you, I, I was on a tour that was one of the more expensive ones compared to a lot on that list. And I absolutely got my money's worth. So it's not, is it worth it? It's can you afford it? So pick something that you can afford. I don't think there's any place in the world that you would go geocaching with Cash or uh, Horizon, that you wouldn't be glad you went. You went, wow, I got a new country or two, and uh, and have a great time. So what's involved? What was the trip like? I'm going to do probably three full episodes, Caching in Germany, part one, part two, part three, even though part of Caching in Germany is really in Austria because it was on that trip. But... Um, it was fun. Now, if you haven't flown internationally before, um, normally when you're leaving from the States, now I know we have a lot of listeners all over the world, so this is going to be different for everyone. But normally when you leave from the States, you'll leave the States around 6.30 to 8.30 at night, and it'll be night, and you'll just fly all night. You'll fall asleep eventually, no matter what kind of seat you have. And by the way, the seats are way more comfortable and laying down type on an international flight than they are on a domestic flight. Um, anyway, you're going to fly all night and you'll probably wake up in the country you're going to. Coming back, as I said, it's just the opposite. You leave early in the morning and get back uh, early evening. So it's, but it's not bad. That part's not bad. What's traveling in Germany like? Well, all the things that we should have in America, they have mass transit to die for. You can step on almost any corner and grab a bus or a train and certainly an Uber and go anywhere you want for hardly any money. A day's bus ticket wasn't much money. So traveling, getting around is fun. The geocaches are crazy. I'll show you this in a later episode. But guys, I went to Beethoven's grave. And Falco's grave, you know, Rock Me Amadeus. I can't even talk. Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. Uh, we saw so many famous places that were amazing. And oddly enough, I was not a good picture taker, even though I knew I needed stuff for the podcast. Now, one of the people uh, or one of the couples that was on this trip with us was Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, and his wife finally met Mrs. Joshua. She doesn't, I don't know if she likes to be called that. But anyway, great couple. And Josh took all kinds of photographs, videos, etc. He'll probably let me use some photographs. Probably I wouldn't use his videos. That probably wouldn't be right. Unless we do a little segment on uh, a segment he's going to do to highlight the trip as well. Let's see where we are. We 
We're about 15 minutes in. I don't want to bore you with this. I want to get you excited uh, about what it would be like. So here's what I would say. You know, my dad always said, in fact, he bought me a sign that hung by my front door that said, uh, those that fail to plan, plan to fail. And I've always lived as a planner. So I'm going to encourage you right now to say, I want to go on a geo tour in 23, or if you can't swing that in 24, it's going to cost this much money. I need to put this much money back, you know, a month, and I need to plan a vacation around it and uh, plan to go on a geo tour. I will have Daniel and Aneta both on different podcasts as guests. And um, Aneta, where do you meet her? She, um, I can't remember what her deal is, but I think she, I know she said she had 280 countries she geocached in. I didn't even know there were that many countries, but now I have eight. So I'm, I'm hot on her tail. Not really. Okay. So um, I want to get you guys excited. So I hope during this series, you'll plan to take a tour, whether it's a small one or a long one or a large one. Here's what I will tell you. I started off telling you that it was really hard on me physically, but I, there were three of us out of about 10 people that had a little bit more issue with how much walking we did and everyone else it didn't bother at all. And we had people probably from age 20, early twenties to, I don't know, I'm 65. I don't know how old anybody else was, but everybody was able to do this. This was hard for me and two other people, but we were able to do it. Okay. So, um, if you're a person that likes to hike at all, you'll wait enjoy these trips. Now, I've only been on one. Maybe you don't normally walk like that. You know, the purpose of this trip was to log caches that had and get us over a hundred thousand favorite points, which we did by day three or four, I think. I mean, we got so many favorite points that we logged. Um, that was the purpose of this trip. So we traveled fast and far and wide. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that some trips aren't quite so, uh, grueling. I'm, I'm going to use that word, but I don't mean that in a bad way that are more relaxed, but maybe they're not. So my advice to you is this. If you think you want to go on a cache, contact Cacher Horizon, and they do have a website. So just search Cacher space Ryzen and, uh, reach out to them and ask them how much walking or how much whatever will they do on a particular trip. And you can decide if it's a good fit for you. I'm going to have to do that. I think most people, it doesn't matter. Just go on the trip. Okay. I'm going to stop there for today and I will be back next week with caching geocaching in Germany part one. And I'll see you then. It'll be in uh, two weeks from now. So I hope you guys go out and get some good geocaches and have an amazing time. See you then. You've been listening to the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. Please subscribe, rate us five stars in your reviews and tell your friends about the podcast. Now, be good lads and lassies and go and find a geocache.